Welcome or welcome back to the company of the cat. Hi, how are you? This is a bite-sized rambling video and not a theory. I made a short but I couldn't fit everything I wanted to say in there, so this is the Snyder Cat. It isn't anything groundbreaking or crazy, but I have to say something immediately. If I see one more video titled The Most Forgotten Valyrian House and they talk about House Keltgar, I will lose it. I think especially after House of the Dragon, the majority of people remember them just fine. Plus they have a magical horde, a Valyrian steel axe, and there are very, very reads. Fans of the universe that are familiar with the publications were always very much aware of them, I believe. Do you know which Valyrian house is forgotten? House Coheris. When did we agree as a fandom that House Coheris wasn't a thing? They are so forgotten that we forget that we have already forgotten them. I'm pretty sure George Martin himself has forgotten about them. <laughs> I know that they are extinct, but still. They were the first rulers of Harrenhal after the conquest and kept it for 35 years. And for Harrenhal, this is above average. For the extinct houses only, the average is 30 years, so they deserve a small video, I think. Quentin Coheris was the first lord of Harrenhal and the head of House Coheris. He was of Valyrian descent and a household member of House Targaryen in Dragonstone. Targaryens were the only dragon lords in Dragonstone, but not the only Valyrians. The Targaryens didn't come only with their dragons. 12 years before the Doom of Valyria, Aenor Targaryen sold his holdings in the Freehold and the Lands of the Long Summer and moved with all his wives, wealth, slaves, because of course they were fucking Valyrians, dragons, siblings, kin and children to Dragonstone, a bleak island citadel beneath a smoking mountain in the Narrow Sea. It makes sense, but it's just something that isn't very often discussed. The island of Dragonstone was settled two centuries before the doom by Valyrians who defeated the local lords and the castle is very much magical and built by the Freehold. We never learned how it was built it is never stated if dragons were involved or not, only that Valyrian magic was used, meaning fire and blood magic. From all the info we have, I'm guessing that House Coheris was part of the Valyrians that settled on the island of Dragonstone prior to the Targaryens and guarded and fortified the castle and the isle. If this isn't the case, then the house had some sort of relationship with the Targaryens when still back in Valyria and came with them when they decided to leave. I have a video about the Valyrian schism, and I talked about how the Valerians and the Celtigars came before the Targaryens and how their imagery doesn't look at all Valyrian. If we take the white hair of the Valerians out, we have stony grey sea-related naval powers with ancient damp, gloomy castles, seahorses and crabs. You don't see the names of their seats and their sigils and say, oh yeah, Valyrian houses. Plus, neither of these two houses guarded or had any involvement with Dragonstone prior to the Targaryens coming. Looking at House Coheris, though, we have Valyria all around. They were living on the island of Dragonstone, the master at arms of Dragonstone was the head of the house, and they had a flaming red and yellow saltire between four white skulls on a black field on their sigil. Very, very fire and blood, if I say so myself. Sir Quentin was the master at arms at Dragonstone during Aegon's conquest. He was already quite old. He had uh, kids and grandkids, and even though we do not know when he was appointed Master at Arms, it is possible he was the one who trained Aegon, Visenya and Rhaenys, as well as their half-brother Oris Baratheon when younger. It would make sense considering his age, the fact that he was a battle companion to Aegon himself, and the Master at Arms in Dragonstone. Actually, I'm guessing he had a leading role during the conquest considering his position. Plus, after Aegon wiped out the horse, gave Quentin freaking Harrenhal. Lord Coheris, having already two sons and a grandson, wasn't really anxious about the continuation of the family line. His first wife had died of spotted fever a year before the conquest, thus he agreed on a wedding with the daughter of Edmund Tully, Lord of Rivran, Lord Paramount of the Trident, the future Hand of the King and Quentin's liege lord. 
We do not know why, but the next lord was Quentin's grandson, and not one of his sons. Because Harrenhal was working his magic already, apparently. <laughs> in any case, when Quentin died seven years after they got Harrenhal in 9 AC, after a fall from his horse, his successor was Gargon Coheris, his grandson. He had the name Gargon the Guest because he invented Krusty. He was not just Krusty, he invented it. And was known to attend every wedding in his domain so he can take advantage of the Lord's right to the first night. And he didn't stop there, of course. He was also known for taking advantage of the female servants of the castle and of his servants' wives and daughters. Gargon ruled for 28 years. He died in 37 AC during the rebellion of Haran the Red, the grandson of Haran the Black who built Haran Hall. During the first year of Venice's reign, Haran the Red was the first of four rebels who rose against the crown. Gargon obviously was not very well liked by his people and servants, and the father of a maid that Gargon had deflowered opened the doors to Haren and his outlaws. Haren dragged Sir Gargon from his bed to the godswood of the castle, cut out his joystick, fed it to a dog, and left him to bleed to death. And let's be honest, I'm pretty sure not many people cared. When the event took place, Anis was at Riveran, and Lord Tully suggested mounting his dragon Quicksilver and burning out the rebels at Harrenhal, but Anis said, nope. You're gonna raise your banners and march to Harrenhal with a thousand men. And Lord Tully did exactly that. Haren, though, was very much aware of the slow advance of the royal army, so he and his men put all the loyal castle servants to the sword and fled into the woods. Ennis, in King's Landing, had ordered his hand, Alan Stockworth, along with a fleet, to go to the Vale to suppress a second rebellion by House Haren, but at the last moment recalled the order, fearing that Haren might attack King's Landing. He instead sent Stockworth to the Riverlands with several hundred men to hunt down Haren the Red. Stockworth succeeded and cornered Haren in a village close to the God's Eye. In the battle that followed, Haren killed Alin, but was killed in turn by Stockworth's squire, Bernard Brune, who after this was knighted by the king. After this rebellion, the rule of Harrenhal was granted to House Haraway. Gargon's death signaled the end of House Coheris and the beginning of a long list of houses that got extinct after they got Harrenhal. That being said, House Coheris is one of the Harrenhal houses with the longest reigns, as I said in the beginning. They were ruling for 35 years. Gargon was also one of the examples good Queen Alisan gave when she argued in favor of the abolition of the first knight in Westeros. I want to add something here that is kind of random with House Coheris, but the Targaryens too participated in the custom when they came to Westeros. When a Lord of Dragonstone took his rights, according to the first knight custom, the brides were seen as blessed because Targaryens were considered more gods than men and the children were often given lavish gifts by their father, and if they had Valyrian traits, they were called dragon seeds. There were Targaryen lords that continue this custom even after its abolition. This is why there are quite a lot of dragon seeds in Dragonstone, as we have seen in Fire and Blood, and we will also see in House of the Dragons Season 2. And this is it pretty much. As I said, nothing earth shattering, just a small video for the actual forgotten Valyrian house. Except for the Valyrians in the Keldigars who came before the Targaryens, we had one more Valyrian house in Westeros. One closer to the Targaryens than the Valyrians and the Keldigars, that most likely too came before the Targaryens in Westeros, and more specifically in Dragonstone. Thank you very much for watching, and if you enjoyed this video, press a like, comment, share, and subscribe to join our ranks if you haven't. Until the next one, bye!